0: Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round the clock protection. Something you probably don't know? The average garage door is made up of 1.3 millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know? Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know? A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What's going on, everyone? It's the Commissioner here. Wanted to tell you all once again that we have another exciting episode in store for y'all today. How could it not be exciting? The Houston Rockets are currently riding a six-game win streak. Everything is going swimmingly and wonderful. So obviously, this episode is going to contain a lot of positives. And speaking of positives, we're going to be dropping huge news at the very beginning of the episode. So once we hit play and start going, be sure to listen because we have big, huge news regarding our podcast in the beginning so give us a listen as we continue on through here we also talk about the streak obviously six total games incredible four games since the last time we recorded we talk about the positives we talk about garrison the god matthews talk about christian wood and jay Tate. all all the positives that they've provided for this team and how they have basically been pillars to this team's uh, ungardnered success that they have been seeing these past six games. But we also have to talk about the negatives, obviously. We talk about the lottery odds and the killing of the lottery odds as we continue to climb back into respectability. We also talk about whether or not we should continue to try to play better to the chance that maybe we'll get a play in spot. Or do we go the other route and go the route that we expected? And that was to tank for a Banchero or a Holmgren. You'll get our thoughts and you'll get our opinions on that. And of course, we're doing it all without Jalen Green. What does that have to do with with everything? You're gonna find out what the opinion is of myself and the GM and whether or not Jalen is a is a pure catalyst into why this game, why this team has garnered six straight wins. We also discuss the next nine games that are currently on hold for our Houston Rockets. They're huge. Eight out of those nine teams are in the playoff hunt, and it's gonna be a deep deep water and it's going to determine whether or not this team is capable of basically whether or not they're going to be a playing team or if they're going to drop back into the lottery so we're going to find out and see this is definitely a big time in terms of rockets fandom and where rafael stone and steven silas want to go and of course we have to go home on brooklyn Brooklyn Nets are visiting us by this time that the episode comes out. We'll be playing them tonight, so be on the lookout for that. We're going to preview it, give you a final score, give you a final score prediction, who we think is going to win, and it's going to be a very fun episode. Old school myself and the GM, that's all you really need as we continue to be your source for the Houston Rockets, everything Houston Rockets. That's enough of me talking. Go ahead and sit back, relax, hug your loved ones, snuggle with them, have a drink and welcome once again to the Summit State of Mind. What's up
1: everyone? This is Ray. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy, Heezy, aka Rahil Rams and Ali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Matteo keister This is Devin White, aka the with What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself, it's your boy Von Wafer five four three two one we have ignition and you're now tuned in to the summit state of mind podcast
0: going on everyone and you are listening to the summit state of mind the podcast of dream shakes step backs and currently the longest win streak in the nba today six games your houston rockets i am your host your commissioner kenny of course with me as always is my brother my tag team partner the gm justin big brother real quick man just big time stuff going on with our houston rockets we're going to go into it in just a little bit, but I'm just going to ask you, how are you feeling right now? Six-game win streak, vibes are great, team's doing well, you look fantastic, you're alive after your birthday week, how you doing? I'm lucky to be alive, you know, I, I did so much. I went to two games
1: last week. You
0: did! Yes. Shout-outs to Roosh.
1: Yeah, Roosh hooked it up with on Monday, and then shout-out to Alexis for Friday. You know, we, we got to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. You know, uh, it was great. We got to see on, was it on Monday, Oklahoma City. We whooped that ass. You got that. Oh, yeah.
0: On your birthday. Like, on your birthday.
1: No, Monday was two days before. Birthday was Wednesday. That's when we faced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We game faced, that you went to. Yes. We faced, yeah, okay, yeah, see at home. Yeah. And then Wednesday was the day of my what birthday. was That was the Jay, Jay Sean, Tate game? That was Jay Sean Tate game. And then Friday was the Garrison Matthews game where he, he... had a two-minute run of 10- Straight points. Hey, 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 hey. My man Garrison baby.
0: Everyone hopped on the Garrison train. I've been on Garrison train since day one. But hey, you know what? I'm I, all is welcome. All is welcome.
1: Well, we we knew it. We knew <laughs> we knew what he brought to the table based on just the little glimpses of him on the court. Oh, yeah, opportunities. So, yeah, absolutely. The man yeah. sees his opportunity and he is not relinquishing it. Yeah. Dare I say that his run right now as a starter is Von Wafer esque.
0: Ooh wow. I mean he Garrison wasn't on a team at the beginning of the season, but wow, you had that in your bag, huh? That was you held that in for a minute. Shout outs Your boy show did. Shout outs to Von Wafer. A friend
1: guy. of the summit.
0: Friend of the Summit. Gotta get him back on at some point. Which we will. But you know what, GM? Before we move on, obviously to the meat and potatoes of the podcast, I wanted to open it up. Right away, right now. GM, there's some big-time stuff happening at the Summit. Tell the people what's happening. What's going to be happening within this month? Well, we can't say exactly when,
1: but we will be releasing merch. Merch! Very, very soon. Drop the bomb! So everyone, be on the lookout. We will have some merch being released. Um keep an eye on our posts we will post stories we will post teasers we right. will be putting it out there so everyone please pay attention and if you're interested we would you know love to help y'all rep rep us and rep the summit and don't worry we'll probably have some giveaways as well
0: hell yeah and on top of that gm is it gonna be what are we is it beanies coffee mugs what, what, what are we releasing or can we not say it just yet
1: I mean, it's it's something that obviously if you put it on, you will be allowed to walk into a grocery store.
0: <laughs> also a hat. <laughs> Absolutely. It can be anything. Underwear.
1: Yeah, we got we to cover this. Shout outs
0: to T-Smooth for wanting to create underwear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, our boy, is, he, he's thinking deep, deep in. He, he wants that comfort, next level type shit. He's going to come out T-Smooth with the smooth underwear. <laughs> Jesus. So comfortable you don't even know you're wearing it. Exactly. That's the point. That's but, a, that's what you wanted. You wanted to be
0: so comfortable to the point that you forget that it's even there. Well, I'm going to tell you something, man. Merch and the GM is absolutely right and straight to the point. We are going to be dropping merch. We're very excited. We, we teased this mm, about a month ago along mm. with the new logo change and just continuing to make strides with the podcast. Typically, this is a way to we typically end our pod with you know, like announcements and stuff like that. But I kind of wanted to do it differently at the start just to kind of kick it off. To at least so the people know straight out of the gate that merch is coming.
1: And to those that don't wait until the end of the pod. So. I was
0: not going to say that. It was a marketing ploy. <laughs> straight marketing ploy. Well, well, the cat's out of the bag. There you go. <coughs> merch is coming. Merch is on the way. So be on the lookout for that, y'all. So as we continue... Continue on with our pod. Let's segue into the meat and potatoes of this episode. GM, six-game win streak once again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're still going streaking. We are still streaking. I have been running buck naked these last two weeks, roughly, week and a half.
1: If I've been streaking for this long, I should have a six-pack. Or I should be out of underwear. Depends on what you think.
0: (laughs) I'd be arrested at least ten times by this point. But the Rockets are still streaking doing incredible things it starts hmm. off with a two game win streak by the last time that we had recorded rockets beat the bulls mm-hmm. rockets beat the hornets and then we recorded on that past sunday and we continue to win four more games like you alluded to earlier gm rockets beat the thunder 102 to 89 rockets repeat the beat down again once again this mm. time in okc 114 to 110 rockets beat the magic on friday at home 118 to 116, and then of course we win another one on Sunday, which was two days ago from the time we recorded. Mm -hmm. We beat the Pelicans at home, 116 to 108. Oh no, sorry, 118 to 108. Blast my, blast my vision. Mm -hmm. But just immediate thoughts from the six-game win streak of this Rockets team and. You know, I just wanted to ask, like, what? Yeah, just give me your immediate thoughts of it right now. Just before we dive into it, you know, what we need to talk about. Well, I just want to know.
1: There are two names that need to be shouted out for sure. First one is Christian Wood. He's been playing like a stud. He literally had 22 or t- 22 and 21 mm-hmm. against the Thunder. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for him getting hurt in OKC, he probably would have been Western Conference Player of the Week. The man's been playing balls up the wall. Ever since they pulled Daniel Tice out of the lineup and out of the rotation as a whole, they have been going Mm -hmm. a million miles per hour. And let's not forget our favorite guy, Garrison Matthews. Billy H? Yes, our boy Billy H. Ever since he's been inserted into the starting lineup, the man has just been on fire. Let's look at the numbers real quick, okay? Since he's joined the Rockets... He's averaged 11.9 points per game. He's averaging 48.8% from the field and 42% from three. A 64% true shooting percentage and 89% from the free throw line. That's, those, these are very efficient numbers. Mm-hmm. Let's even dig even deeper into the wins. He's averaging almost 16 points a game and shooting almost 50% from three. And let's not even mention that the guy has been nails in clutch time. He gets a wide-open three. Honestly, if it does not go in, I am shocked. That is how good he has been playing. And his defense, he's been taking charges left and right, sacrificing his body for this team. He's come up with big blocks in transition, and he's just been everywhere. The man has been playing like he's been playing like a man let's be real here ever since he was inserted into the lineup when was it with jalen after jalen got hurt yep Mm -hmm. that was what changed the game i mean can you honestly say that maybe garrison matthews saved our season the man gave us hope i mean you basically changed him and daniel tice
0: it depends on what you look at in terms of saving the season, like saving the season for. Well, from more- going
1: from like a complete embarrassment, the worst of all time, to a team that's not that terrible. There
0: you go. <clears throat> so you know? th- that goes in terms of what you believe is a.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a
0: positive, <laughs> I-, I will
1: say this: the numbers obviously are not sustainable on uh, Garrison Matthews' end. But if he can stay above forty percent from three, that's a net win. Yeah. Obviously. If the man well, is sure. just can stay on the floor, stay in front of his man, that's it. That's how he's been playing. He's doing the little things. Okay.
0: Well, before you decide to go too much into Garrison Matthews, as much as we both uh, love the man, let's talk about what the positives are that are coming out of this win streak, mm-hmm. the six game win streak. For me, I highlighted two things. One was Jay Sean Tate who, in my opinion, has been the MVP of this team. If I had to pick two, Jay Sean Tate is one of them. Mm-hmm. He's been an absolute stud during this time. He's been incredible. He's done everything. So I did my best GM impression, and I did my, and I uncovered my stats, and he's been averaging over 16 points per game in the six-game stretch. He's averaged six assists in the last five games, including the 32-point game against the OKC. On your birthday. So, Jay Sean Tate, last Sunday when we had recorded, I was on record for saying that he was, at most, you know, he's he, there's a ceiling to him. And we don't know
1: if he should play in crunch time. He
0: proceeded to, he proceeded to body me. <laughs> he, you know, it goes to show that Jay Sean Tate probably listens to our podcast, obviously. Obviously. He, he heard the noise, and he was like, first of all, no one's even talking mess about me. And here comes... You know the commissioner talking mess. So obviously he saw something, and to quote the great Michael Jordan, he took it personally. And yeah, you damn right he did. He's been killing it since then. So I I tip my hat off to him. You don't win those games, him. You definitely don't win that OKC game with Christian Wood and KPJ both going out. Mm-hmm. They were both gone. So let's 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 totally remove the fact that Christian Wood, KPJ, and Jalen Green all, all out. out. Yeah. Daniel Tice is in your closing lineup, for God's sakes. No, no, granted, I'm not trying to disrespect Tice in any manner. In fact, he's been playing a little, little bit better. They even inserted the double big lineup back against New Orleans to combat the bigs. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a smart decision for the matchup at that moment. Yeah, it's
1: a matchup by matchup exactly. basis for sure.
0: Yeah. And GM, you totally stat blocked me. I, I had a total, I had Garrison Matthews stat line set up. I was gonna, I was using it to impress you and, uh, you just decided to stat block me. Sorry about that. But are you really? <laughs> no, Probably not no. really.
1: <laughs> well, That's the man right there.
0: Well, I'm just going right, to give it to you regardless. <laughs> Verbatim from what you said, 16 points per game since he's been oh, selected as starter. But, but I will say this. I will add on to what you didn't say. I will dive slightly deeper into what you said about Garrison Matthews. He's been a plus 37 during this entire win streak when he's on the
1: floor. Yeah, that's just during the win streak. Do you know what his plus minus is since he's joined the team?
0: Well hit me with it. Is well, it like he's ridiculous? number two on the team. Is it number one is Jay Sean?
1: Nope. He doesn't even have a positive. Uh, the only player in the rotation before the win streak that is a net positive is KJ Martin.
0: Oh. With, with oh, that's yeah, positive, since
1: the yeah. win streak. But the per the person that does lead our team in plus minus right now is Armani Brooks with a plus sixty. While he's yeah. on the floor.
0: Well, it's proven that and then, he can play. Ex-
1: exactly. And Garrison Matthews is a plus 50. What does that coincide with? It coincides with when Steven Silas decided to give Armani Brooks more playing time. Shout out to T-Smooth. He was the one calling for Armani Brooks's number to be called mm-hmm. into the rotation. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Armani Brooks comes in, that's when a little bit of the tide starts to turn. And then Garrison Matthews comes in and the whole dynamic changes. Mm-hmm. So there is just... There is something here. Something's brewing with this team. And what's happening, I don't know, because there's no longevity here. We don't know what, how long Eric Gordon will be here. We don't even know whether Christian Wood will be here.
0: You're absolutely right, GM. We definitely do not know. But I can tell you something that we do know, and that's about giving ads. And it's about representing our sponsors properly. So let's do the ad and a shout-out right now to the only that's right, the only acai bowl and smoothie spot the summit ever, ever goes to. We only go to the best. You're talking about the summit, the peak, the mountaintop, the great where the two championships reigned in the city of Houston. When you talk about that, you think championship, the best. We only eat acai bowls at the greatest spot, the best spot, the number one spot. We're talking about Rush Bulls Houston. And the GM's gonna give that ad right about now. GM, tell all these people where they need to go, and who they need to know.
1: You know, I woke up this morning and I was just craving something splendid, something fruitful, something to give me life. And we're talking about my favorite spot, Rush Bowls, Houston, where you will get the best acai bowl in the city. They have plenty of options for those that are looking for a great Healthy meal. I got to try a new bowl called the Yoga Bowl. It's not really new. It's probably my favorite bowl I've had very much recently. It's blended with mango, pineapple, banana, matcha, froyo, and your choice of dairy or non dairy milk. Obviously, you got to go with the oat milk. But if you want to go almond or regular milk, I understand. You know, it's topped with granola. Chia seeds, bananas, and honey. I even like to include a scoop of their in-house peanut butter. It is amazing. It's life-changing. They even have deals all throughout the week, Dog on Mondays, where you can get a free Bow wow bowl for your dog with any purchase of a bowl. Wellness Wednesdays gets you $2 off wellness bowls or smoothies. So if you're craving a nice, healthy, and light meal, us... At the Summit State of Mind, highly suggest visiting Rush Bowls. And grab yourself a delicious acai bowl. It's the best bowl in Houston. And follow them on Instagram, at Rush Bowls Houston. One word, at Rush Bowls Houston. And visit them at their location. That's 6001 Washington Avenue, Suite 200, Houston, Texas. And make sure to mention that the Summit State of Mind sent you. Because that's right. You get 33% off your bowl. That's 33% off. That's a great deal. Come on, guys. We're trying to promote your health and we're saving you money. So go ahead, get to Rush Bowls, and get that 33% discount. So thank you. And go on, guys, and walk on in. Go Rockets. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself, and you are listening to the Summit State of Mind Podcast.
0: And and I think there's a lot of decisions <clears throat> to be made about this team just because of the fact that this is where the crossroad you're kind of approaching that that crossroads now because you're slowly getting your way back into respectability, mm-hmm. but then you're teetering between this fine line of whether. See, this was part of what I was thinking. This would be the negative this would be negatives in terms of what this team is trying to accomplish. Now, mm-hmm. when we came into this season, what were we thinking? We were thinking, okay, let's win twenty to twenty five games. Exactly. And let's vie for Banchero, let's vie for Holmgren or Ivy. Let's let's vie for any of these players. Mm-hmm. But any of these uh, top talents are coming out of the draft. And as these games are progressing in college the top five picks are slowly coming out and they are they're hooping supremely talented, absolutely. So, you want to get yourself within that top five. Um, but with this team right now, the way that they're performing, this Houston team, we have to kind of decide. We're at a crossroads now with Silas, with Stone. Do we choose to ride this out now? GM, let me lob it up to you, let me ask you. Would you choose to continue down this trend? Would you want to try for a playoff for a playing spot? Because this is where we're headed now. This is where the fine line gets. Because when KPJ comes back healthy, Jalen Green gets healthy, and we'll talk about Jalen Green a little bit later. But do you continue to try to compete at this point to try to go for the play playing spot? Because as you continue to net these wins, it'll continue to, you know, it'll continue to increase your chances for a for a playing spot. But Mm -hmm decreases your chances massively to get another top talent to pair with jalen green absolutely so where would you lean if you're the coach or the gm or whoever
1: well in all honesty i i'm still on the train of trading eric gordon and christian wood we don't plan on keeping christian wood to be all to be completely honest i mean he's gonna get a max contract whether it's from another team. It's not coming from us. Well, so, yeah,
0: I want to say that too because people think that Christian Wood won't get a max contract.
1: I think those people are stupid.
0: Well, he's going to get a max contract because of the fact that he's a big who can stretch the floor, he can hit the three, and he's skilled. Absolutely. And he's still young. Yeah. So I mean, there are still improvements to be made. They threw a fat contract at Timofey Mozgov. <coughs> they throw a big contract. Not it wasn't a max contract, but if they throw a big contract at Mozgov You're going to give a big contract.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's say Christian Wood's making, what, 13, 14 million a year with the Rockets right right now. So, I mean, in regards to that, he's due for raises based on how he is playing. Granted, he probably won't get as many touches. The question is, can he be efficient Mm -hmm. with his moments? That is the only thing. Because if he can be just as efficient in the limited amount of time that he is – uh, being given that opportunity, quote-unquote,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then yeah, he'll be earning of that. But I think regardless, he's going to get it from someone. It's definitely not Houston. Oh, and okay. if, if I were Houston, I would take advantage of the market. There are plenty of teams I could use him, especially playoff teams.
0: So would you still want to go for the lottery? Absolutely. Okay, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't try
1: to... Well, this is what I would say. Even if we trade Eric Gordon and... Christian Wood, hypothetically. Uh Does that mean that we're punting? A little bit. Well, they're most likely for draft picks. Yes, but based on what I've seen, these guys can still carry themselves. They can replace that uh, production elsewhere. When Jalen Green, who was gaining confidence before he got hurt against Chicago, the man is gaining confidence. Yeah, KPJ is trending upwards in his decision-making and his shooting. So the question lies, will they make that next step with Eric Gordon being gone? Because that opens up more PT for the likes of Garrison yeah. and an Armani when Jalen Green and KPJ do come back. So, that like I wouldn't say that it's a complete punt, but I do think it's important that the young guys get PT over another guard like an Eric Gordon or DJ Augustine. Mm-hmm. I, I just believe that I'm okay with those guys being gone and we get 24 to 28 wins and it's better than last year. You know, we were terrible, mm-hmm. but this year there is definitely hope and I'm for it. Um, but if I'm leaning towards anything, I'm leaning towards the lottery as much as I would love to see us in the play-ins. And all honesty, it's like almost like an NCAA tournament type vibe.
0: Yeah. And it's so exciting. Can anything can happen. It's a one game, I mean, you off. know?
1: If, if we get to number 10, we'll be complete overachievers. But, hey, you know what? I mean, if you're in that area, why not play for it? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah,
0: yeah, of course.
1: But, I want Palabin Cara more. That's just my opinion.
0: I just want, I want a, another possible, I want a chance of getting another stud. Mm-hmm. Because the play-in f- is, pl- the play-in is, you know, it is what it says. You're playing for now. You're playing for now. Now, If we get to 10 and we get eliminated in the first game, oh great, it's exciting, it's fun, we keep the game close, fantastic, great. But then the reality sets in five minutes after the end of that game when you're just like, crap, we just tried really, really hard to get into a play and got eliminated in the first game and and we don't have a high pick. You know what I mean? Or you get like the what, the 12th or 13th, with a slight chance of getting into the top three, but it's highly, highly doubtful. You know what I mean? Like... I would prefer that route too. Absolutely. Just go towards the lottery. But I
1: mean, let's play devil's advocate here. Okay. Let's just play devil's advocate here, correct? Um, Let's say we do get the 10th spot. We do get the play in and we lose. But it's a relatively close game. That experience is so crucial for those guys. You know, it puts them in a position in their first year where it's like, oh, we got a taste. You know, I know what we need to do. You know, like, if they get to the 10th seed and do the play in, then it shows faith for Steven Silas that the players will trust him. And I think that, and, you know, let's not even forget, like, Al P, you know, he's just been killing the game. And the more minutes he plays, the better the team is when he is on the floor.
0: I think he's the most exciting player on the team that whenever he checks in, the game instantly becomes must watch TV. Absolutely. In, in my opinion. And that's just my, my, like, eye test on LP, And it just mm. doesn't even talk much to the X's and O's and the smarts that he has that I've already said. I've, you know, I've been uh, hitting this wall a thousand times where I've said Alp is 19 years old, but he has, he has experience in a pro league. So in actuality, he doesn't play to his age. He plays more like a 20, he plays more towards who's that guy? Who's that guy that, that got drafted at 24? Uh, oh, yeah, um, from you know Oregon. I, I don't remember. I think so. I
1: know Tim knows him. Yeah, Duarte. I, yes, Duarte. Duarte. Yeah. Duarte yeah. yeah. So
0: Duarte, he plays like that. and Duarte's twenty-four. I think LP plays more towards that. There's still flashes of where he's young, but but that's all beside the point. I think he's been fantastic. He's already
1: smart. He yeah. has he has the smarts. Yeah, of course. His IQ is is very high, and you can see it based on how he plays. And I think that we there's so much more to see like his plus third his his per 36 minutes he's averaging what 17 rebounds or no sorry 17 points and 11 rebounds a game mm-hmm. something along those lines mm-hmm. he's shooting the ball so well and he's gaining more confidence from the three point line so the fact that he's willing to take that shot and he's hitting is allowing him the opportunity to pump fake and drive into the lane and create plays for other players like a KJ Martin and Sean Tate who are cutting to the basket so
0: Gives them, yeah, more opportunities.
1: Exactly. And you saw that one Seed. play. The, when we were at the game, you know, shout out to the City uh, Edition court and you jerseys. Were at the,
0: when you were at the game. Sorry. Let's be perfectly when clear. When I was at the game. When you were at the game, and I was th- not there. And
1: that one play in the fourth quarter when Al P, with Garrison Matthews had the ball at the top of the key. Yeah. And he was, he was trying to get the ball to LP, and Al P said no. Get it to Wood. And as soon as he got the ball to Wood, Alp sets that screen to give him mm-hmm. the necessary space for the three. That is some headsy-type stuff. That is the kind of stuff that breeds winning basketball because of those smarts. He knows. He's just like, nah. Nah, let's get you the ball back. We got this. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think he was feeding also to someone that was hitting shots prior anyway. Exactly. He's a very savvy player. Like, he's super savvy, and he continues to get better. And he's going to continue to get better. I can't wait to highlight him at the end of the season. I'm sure he's going to have tons of highlights and tons of time to talk about him. So, GM, I do want to ask you something during this streak, because you did allude to it slightly. Mm -hmm. This team is on a six-game win streak. As we continue to win, we're continuing to win without Jalen. I asked you this question last week. I, I played devil's advocate with you, <clears throat> and I'm going to do it again. The double big lineup obviously being out was huge. Mm-hmm. It changed everything. You said it yourself, giving Armani Brooks more minutes. Incredible. It helped us in so many facets of the game. It's cleaned up the basketball. Now, I have to ask you, GM, Jalen Green has been out. He's Entire six games except for the one quarter he played in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Do we, is this time to start thinking that maybe Jalen is, not the issue, but maybe this team is gluing more because because the rookie's not, not there and they're not really feeding the rookie? What do you think? I'm sure there's something along the lines of a middle ground. Um, he was
1: starting to come into his own. Before when Tice was already pulled from the lineup, yep. he was already starting to come into his own and gain more confidence. Yep. And it showed in the first quarter of the Chicago game he had like eleven points before he mm-hmm. got pulled. So he was already kind of getting there. But on the flip side of that, he is also nineteen and his style of play uh he likes to ball dominate a little bit when you know, when he's given the opportunity. Um but also, you remember the beginning of the season when he did have the ball. He would find a lot of guys too. Uh, I, I think it might be an overreaction, but I will, I will say this: he has the worst plus minus of any player in the league at this point in time.
0: Mug, oh. <laughs> credit this is with double big. Yeah, this is with it, the double his, big. His so, total is but, mind
1: blowing. Yeah, it is a minus. In the total, minus 249 points with oh, him horrible. on the floor. Oh. So, you know, that's the thing. That's not good. But also, that's in the midst of a 16-game losing streak. He hasn't had a chance to improve on that. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's both sides of the coin here. There are going to be a lot of people who, who probably have a bone to pick with Jalen Green and don't want him. And they're the, the little bit of the homers who love Jalen and will completely, uh, you know, they won't discredit him for this, but I do think yeah. it's just more of a middle ground. It's obvious that these guys found chemistry, but I do believe that Jalen could be weaved back in. That is what I believe.
0: Well, there's no well, there's no ego to be played anyways in terms of what he is, because mm-hmm. he's still a rookie. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Jalen Green, it's never changed. He's been playing exactly as I anticipated, the way he was going to play, yep. where you're going to deal with a lot more frustrating moments with him than you're going to get good moments. You're going to have moments where you're going to be like, wow, flashes of a superstar in the making, right? Yeah. And then there's times where you see more times than not when he gets out-muscled and he gets bodied in the paint and he gets the ball stolen from him and he misses easy mid-range jumpers and he misses some wide-open threes. And there's going to be moments where you get frustrated. At the end of the day, I think my opinion on Jalen in regards to the win streak is that... He can still be weaved back into the offense. He can still be he can still get weaved back into it. Where I'm curious to see is the only the only thing that I look, offense I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. The only thing that bothers me in terms of the win streak, could it continue with him being on the floor, is his defense. Mm-hmm. Because we've won some close games. Yeah. And with Jalen playing could an extra bucket, few mm-hmm. buckets have been given up because of a missed assignment, true. a missed switch. That, that, that's very true. That's where I believe. So people are always looking at it from the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. I'm looking at it more from the defensive side of the ball. I want to know where he can get weave back into the rotation defensively. Mm-hmm. Because, now granted, all these games, most of these games have been very high scoring. But this team has been getting better defensively as well as offensively, they're starting to click. They're starting to understand a system. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's Silas's system or maybe Horny's system. I really don't know. But it's a system nonetheless defensively, and it's starting to work, and they're starting to glue better defensively. Absolutely. I want to see that. Jalen's going to average his points. Mm -hmm. Not worried about that. Mm -hmm.
1: The points will be there. I, I will say that it's just, you know, these guys have been playing together more. We're 23 games into the season, so we are about a quarter of the way. So... This team has enough time to practice and improve defensively. We've seen Armani Brooks play some really good possessions in the fourth quarter. Garrison Matthews take charges, you know. There there are things that this team is doing hustling wise yeah. that is becoming contagious, as you could see. Yeah. Do you think that Jalen Green is capable of being of catching that cold of defense? Yeah. I do believe so. I don't think he's a complete idiot. He has the fundamentals. He's just not all there yet. So I do th- believe I that he's he will improve. He's
0: thinking on the court as well.
1: Well, yeah, he's only 19. He granted, he's going to be thinking for quite a while. And I do believe it'll probably take more than half the season for him to really f- figure out his niche and what this team needs this year from him. And that's okay. That's fine. We're not we're not expected to do anything. Yeah. Uh. There's not like where it's like we're under a timeline where it's like oh we're the eleventh twelfth seed, fifty games in. Oh man, time to punt. No, no. That's that's not what we're doing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, talk to the casual. Playing devil's advocate here. Know. I I do believe that Jalen could improve in that regard. Yeah. It might take a little bit longer, but you know he's gonna have to get built back slowly. This is a hamstring injury. These take quite a bit of time.
0: Yeah, they're so. not they in no rush to bring him back. And I have a feeling we're still not gonna see him anytime soon. He's he's been taking jumpers on the floor after practices, mm. but I think that's the extent of it. I don't even think I don't know if they're ramping up any running on him. But as far as I know, he's I don't think he's close to coming back. I There's-
1: would say that his target date would probably be along the lines of like maybe New Year's Eve. After New Year's, maybe. Okay. But that would be maybe the earliest Every time Silas has made like any any type of comment, it's like it's going to be a week by week type of thing. Exactly. So it, you there's know, no rush. Hamstrings are you know that's very sensitive. They're fickle. We saw literally Alex Bregman was it this year or last year Heard his hammy. Yeah, this year. You know. Yeah. So I mean, these things are so crucial. So it's okay. We can wait it out. These guys are shooting so well. Yeah, you. Garrison, want, yeah. Armani, Eric Gordon's playing well. When KPG is. K- KPG KPJ right. yeah. has been Kevin performing as well. <laughs> Kevin Porter Green. Go so on. you know, I think that I think the guard lineup is okay.
0: Yeah, and- of course, of course. I, I think Jalen can just take his time here. Mm-hmm. He's nineteen. I'm sure he really wants to get back on the floor. You can kind of see he's he's itching. Yeah, but I, there's no need to rush that. Like you said, it's hammy. It's just Hammy because, and back are like the two injuries where yeah. I know for a fact it's kind of like ooh, you really like I mean, need to take you, it easy. on
1: Sunday were you surprised to see is, Jonas Valanciunas come back after hurting his back on that one play? I was, but I, you know, I
0: thought that was mad. Sus. It, it might have <laughs> been like I thought at
1: first it could have been a nerve thing, but when Jay Sean Tate, yeah, elbowed him, I was like, okay, that's more of a muscle thing. Yeah, so he can probably come back that. from that. Yeah. He's probably get a little get, get a little uh, help from the trainer. You know, probably got the gun. Let's 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 you know get that out, you know? So I think that he was or okay. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, you know, those those injuries, like was, I was impressed yeah. at how quickly Christian Wood came back. Um I'm worried about KPJ. That damn thigh, because he, you he know? keeps he keeps going in and yeah, out of games I don't and know. I'm not that sure. The, the trainers are not treating it right. I think he needs to sit for an extended period of time. Well, I until think until he's, he's completely he's, healthy. I think he's... I think he's
0: politicking his way to
1: continuing to continue. Uh, to play. I wouldn't necessarily say no, that. I think
0: so. I think I uh, know no, no Well, not politicking, but maybe too strong of a word. But I think that. He is like convincing them that he's mm-hmm. okay enough, when in actuality he's not.
1: But also, the team does not have a true point guard outside of DJ Augustine. Well, then, so you, I mean, you, I, can, you can... might
0: have to free the man, dude, and just let him play a few games. I'm just saying.
1: Oh God! no. Hey,
0: I'm telling you right now, GM. If you want to continue to trend for the lottery, you got to return the OG tank commander and get John Wall back on the floor.
1: Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. We don't need any any John Wall. Um, but we're up yeah. to me. I would try to find a way to get DeMonis the DeMonis Sabonis to Houston or
0: yeah, let him run point, you know, Miles Turner. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, nah, man. Do whatever you got to do. But okay. So, GM, let's continue here. We we talked about the positives of this win streak, mm-hmm. and we talked about the negatives of this win streak already. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you, GM. What's been your what's been your favorite game during the 6-game win streak? Because we were riding a was it 15 mm-hmm. 15 game losing streak. Yeah. And the sky was falling. I mean God for God's sake a few days ago, a few few episodes ago we were like worst team ever. Seems like the whole Rockets whole staff, the whole organization listens to our podcast cuz they seem to listen. From the they seem to respond accordingly to yeah. when we talk about them. So what's been your favorite game during this win streak?
1: I'm going to say the Orlando game. It had a mixture of everything.
0: I mean, the game that you went to? Yes. Jeez
1: Louise. Garrison Matthews had a big game. Big fourth quarter. They were wearing city edition jerseys. Uh-huh. And it was a close game. We were down a lot. We were There was an up and down battle with Orlando. We were up big. They came back. And then we finished them off. Eric Gordon got that layup. And I think that was just... It was a very exciting game to witness. I'll say that. Very exciting. And I, I believe that... Hey, you know that... It was good. It was nice and to see that court in person.
0: How incredible did it look? I just have to ask. It
1: for. looked amazing. I was just I was astonished at how good and how nice it looked. I was just so happy to see that. And
0: at least you got to see it in person. You know, you got to see that old Summit logo. You know, yeah, that's that the was, Summit that logo. Was, that was the OG. The OG. That's the OG logo. So, that's your favorite game? Absolutely. My, my favorite game was the Charlotte Hornets game. I liked the overtime. It was the first overtime game that we had ended up playing. And I enjoyed it because of the fact that big shots were made, obviously, by whatever you want to call him, Gary Bird. I'd still prefer to call him Billy H. Uh, Garrison Matthews, big shots by him. Mis- big big time mistake by KPJ. But I like that they, they fought and they continue to fight through. That's why after they won that second game, I was like, Oh man, they They fought adversity. Yeah, that's why I was like, "There might this might be a win streak." Like that's why I, you know, I jokingly said it on our Instagram on the story. I was like, "We may never lose again." Yeah, (laughs) like, but after that second game, I was like, "Oh man, they fought adversity. They won because they were up at most seventeen in the third quarter, and then they ramped themselves up. uh, The uh, Hornets did, and then Mm -hmm. they tied it." And they even took the lead at one point. And, and you're like, were like you know, in like, the Hornets
1: yes, have like, a winning record. So it's like, dude, okay, this is in the
0: playoff hunt. Yeah, they're they're like the seventh seed right now. So like, I'm like, dude, yeah, this is okay. This is this is what the Rockets do. That we're gonna lose here. And but no, we won. And we won. And KPJ made a big time shot in the mid range in the overtime. Yeah, big plays were made defensively. So it made me realize, oh man, there might be something special. So that's my favorite game. Uh, yeah during the win streak. So like
1: uh you know, like uh what was it high school musical? The start of something new.
0: I feel like we've dun, referenced dun, that dun, way dun, too much. That's at least the third time in the past two months that we've referenced high school know. musical. Now granted it's it's the greatest musical of all time. That that was perfect as, execution. As a you know, it, it goes it goes number one high school musical, number two newsies. Mm-hmm. Number three high school musical two. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding y'all. It's totally a joke. I, I He's not don't, kidding, guys. No, no, He's no! Don't, go really into, my, no. <laughs> don't go into my jokes because I love musicals. Don't even get into my whole my whole thing. I love Hamilton. Don't even get me started on that. In the Heights. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on that. I love my musicals. Uh, I love Rent. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. I can go all day about it, but I don't want to go too much because I do love musicals. Sometimes I wish that we our podcast consisted of stuff other than sports. I could go on and on about musicals. I
1: bet you could. Oh
0: my god! Greatest Showman another one yes that's
1: that's a very good one there's
0: a lot of great uh musicals out there but and now
1: we just lost like 50
0: listeners (laughs) what are you talking about now they're like what is this the summit state of mind talking about musicals what kind of crap is that (laughs) well guys it it just goes to show that we're we're not we're very diverse and we're very fundamental so there's your answer Alright, let's continue on with the podcast, but before we do, we need to give a shout-out and an ad, of course, to the greatest and best anime streetwear label in the entire city of Houston. That's right, we're talking about our OG sponsor, the greatest and best anime streetwear label that is out there. We're talking about Day Off. You tired of the same old anime tees? You tired of the same old Malcore look? The first colony magic Malcore look? Don't you want to see some older classic animes getting love? Well, be sure to check out the brand Day Off for your retro anime goods from animes like Macross and Neon Genesis Evangelion to Cowboy Bebop, My Hero Academia, and my personal favorite Shokugeki no Soma. Day Off is your source for anime-induced graphic mayhem. Use the code right now, Day Off Summit, for a ten percent off discount at Day Off Shop. That is D A Y dash dot Shop. And I was with him this past Sunday because he dropped, for the first time ever, the Day Off Tribe line. It's currently in the works. It's going to be coming out soon online. It is incredible stuff. It's culture changing. It's culture moving. It's big time stuff that he's releasing. And we are so excited to bring it at the forefront. Me and the GM actually modeled for some of these photos. And it was incredible The hands down maybe some of the best stuff he's put out there especially in terms of reaching it out into the main masses of the audience this is definitely something that's going to be culture changing and culture shifting in terms of his brand so be on the lookout for that day off tribe it's going to be big time stuff and you can use the code use the use the code day off summit so you can get that discount at day off shop i'll say it once again d-a-y dash o-f-f dot shop Let's move forward here. Let's talk about these next... Well, let me just give you the next schedule for the next nine games. Because this is where the question lies.
1: It's where our meta will be tested.
0: Exactly. The six-game streak is nice. The first two games were playoff contenders. For God's sakes, we beat the Bulls, who have only lost eight games in their first 25. So they're very good. Mm. That Bulls team is legit. I don't know how we beat them. But after the first two games... The records have been very shoddy. They've been very, these teams have been very, very bad. We've beaten these, we beat these very lowly teams. I don't know how much to equate it to the fact that of us we got better or much of the fact that these are bad teams because our medal is going to get tested. These next few games are going to tell us whether or not we're vying for a play in mm-hmm. or we're, we belong right where we think we belong, right back in the lottery. And I think it's going to be the latter. So let's talk about the next nine games. We are going to be at home against Brooklyn. At home against Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. at Memphis, at Atlanta, at Cleveland, at home against New York, at Detroit, at Chicago, at Milwaukee. Let me tell you something, GM. Eight out of these nine teams, excluding Detroit, are either in the playoffs or at least a game game and a half out of the playoffs. So they're all in the hunt or they're in the playoff. They're all in the playoff picture. Mm -hmm. Eight out of nine. I have to tell you, GM. This is going to be it here. The first two alone. It's gonna Brooklyn be and Milwaukee. Running through
1: the ringer here.
0: This is it now. You think you think it's all good and mighty. We have to bring people back down to earth for a minute. The mm-hmm. six-game win streak is great. But this, this is the meat potatoes of the season here. This is what's going to tell whether or not we're capable. GM, mm-hmm. I want to ask you. Is this team capable of showing off their medal and vying for a plan? Or is it what I think is going to happen? Right back down to earth. Right back to the lottery.
1: Um, I think it's possible, considering that Brooklyn is coming into town. They're not playing so hot. James Harden has been playing. Harden's dropping. 80. He hasn't been.
0: Harden's dropping forty. You think so? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. I'm well, t- we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk about that 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 game too coming up uh, towards the end of the pod. But continue. Yeah.
1: Um. In all honesty, I I I think that you we the team can the the team is capable. The yeah. team is capable. Whether or not. They actually make it happen is a whole other story. But I will say this. If Christian Wood, Garrison Matthews, Armani Brooks, Eric Gordon, those guys all come to play. It's good. I I do believe that even if we go like, let's say those next nine games, you go four and five. That's success in my book. You're hovering
0: around 500 during that record. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, I think I think
1: <laughs> I think that would be a great turnout considering the t- the quality of the teams that we are playing. Dude,
0: going two and seven, I think, is a success. We
1: better go into Detroit though and whip that ass.
0: Watch Jalen target their turn, that return. That return.
1: It's possible. I mean, who knows? But I wouldn't. I would want to get a warm up game before facing um, Kate Cunningham. That's sure, for get them, that home sure.
0: game against New York. I can live with that. Yeah. Um. So, what, what's your what would your projecting prediction be for the nine games then? Um.
1: You mean based on?
0: It's just your predi- No, no, no. Don't give me the score. Just give me the record. What would the record be? Like you said, four and five would be considered a success. But do you predict four and five?
1: No, I say three and six. We're gonna beat Brooklyn tomorrow. We'll beat Brooklyn tomorrow. Okay. And we're not gonna win another game until Detroit, and then.
0: Uh, who do you face after? At Chicago, at Milwaukee, you got to pick a game before then, because I think we get the game. I think we get the game at home against New York.
1: I can see us beating Chicago. In Chicago, yeah, I don't think they'll let even. That they 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 lost to us in the last game, and I think, game, and I think they're going to play harder. That's
0: why I think they said that, but also
1: they they remind me of earlier Rockets teams who played down to their competition. Oh, so yeah, I so do so. believe that we can sneak on them. I can see us losing to New York just because Julius Randle can handle us. The way that that man plays, he I can handle us.
0: Julius Randle. Shout out to Ryan Garcia.
1: So I mean, you know, I say three and six. Okay. We'll win two road games. Uh-huh. That see that that's that's uh, that's some high level thinking right there.
0: Okay. Uh, I think I already kind of gave the spoiler alert to mine because I think we're gonna go two and seven. That's my belief. I think. <sighs> I think we get a win. I think we can beat Detroit. And I'm tossing up right now between the game against Brooklyn tomorrow. Or I think we can go into Cleveland and beat Cleveland. Just because... Um, Is Mobley out? I He's out, right? Mobley's still out. So I And no Colin Sexton and... I think we can take that game too. So it's 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 hard to call. And you can also take that game at home against New York. So there's there's viable options in getting wins. But I think two and seven is my, my best bet for this team. It's going to be a return to earth. Huh, welcome to earth. We mentioned that last episode too. I oh, know Evan Mobley's playing. He is going to play. He played. Shoot. He okay, played. Well, that as he played L. the
1: last two, the last three games. We'll
0: chalk that as an L then. So maybe yeah. New York and Detroit. Maybe a nice little two-game win streak in between the sandwich of L's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that would be nice. All right, GM, let's move on here. Let's talk about something that's obviously very, very important. It's the game tomorrow against Brooklyn. The return of James Harden once again. The homecoming part two. This is a Brooklyn team that is. They're do- look, They're record-wise, they're just fine. They're in first place. They're doing what they need to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything's fine f- from the outset. James Harden, though, as a whole, has not been playing very well at all. He looks out of shape. He looks a step slow. The rule changed once again. That prevented him from getting foul calls. Mm-hmm. He's The step just isn't there. He's averaging less points than he's ever had since he was an OKC. There's a lot of things here, a lot of moving parts. And it looks like, like you said, you know, a few minutes ago in the, during the episode, a setup for this Brooklyn team to lose. Yeah. But they still got Kevin Durant. Still James Harden. I mean, it's James Harden. And he's going into Houston. And if I remember correctly, James Harden in times when he, during the season at least... He'll turn it up when he needs to, and I feel like this might be the one of the games where he turns it up. So I want to lob it up to you now, Brooklyn, Houston, returning James Harden once again. What do we expect to see? What do you think is going to happen?
1: I think that <laughs> I think James will have a decent game. I mean, literally, he mm. if um, if anybody is looking at Twitter currently, the Nets just won. He scored like what twenty three points, ten rebounds, nine assists, something along those lines. He balled out. Um I anticipate him balling out again tomorrow maybe not as good or he's just going to kill us and KD will concede but I don't th- I think it's going to be more so of the former um you know there's a lot of emotion here the crowd will be packed and
0: <laughs> they're giving away a bunch of free tickets obviously yeah because <laughs> the because they, cause they
1: want it to be a lot of pro Houston and it's a big deal you know and to kind of show James like you know like hey you know we're riding a high are you going to be here to stop us? Yeah, you know? of course. So, I mean, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, the um, old story. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the Rockets win tomorrow. Final I, score. I think we win. Final score. One twenty two, one nineteen. Garrison Matthews game winning.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: Highly doubtful. Highly but right ha- but down. unless James Harden's guarding him, then, yeah.
0: i going to miss the assignment, so you can only hope so.
1: Unless he's in the post, because James Harden is nails in the post.
0: <laughs> I I am going to disagree. Mm-hmm. And I think that Harden comes out, he balls out, it's Houston, he knows the court, he knows the fans, he knows what he's going into. Granted, this is his second game back from last year, but I guess this is full, the first game he's come back in a full capacity crowd instead of a 50% crowd. Yeah. So this is technically the the return return. And yeah. like like we said, man, you know, the Empire Strikes Back and don't give Darth Vader a chance to, to come up because he can come up here and I think he's just going to, I think he's going to destroy. Now, granted, they are going on a back to back, but we'll see. I think that the Nets are gonna win.
1: Watch gonna... him not even play tomorrow. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> now watch KD not play to play watch KD not play tomorrow.
1: That would be so funny.
0: No, no, he'll play. He'll play he'll play for the... he'll play for us. He'll play for Houston if if anything. Mm. Maybe limited minutes. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that Nets are going to win. I think they're going to win, I'm going to say, 128-118. I think we lose by 10. Mm. Um, I think we keep close all the way, and then I just think Durant and Harden are just a little too much. Maybe big shots by them, or they'll pass it out to Joe Harris, who Mm -hmm. will make big shots. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be a great game regardless. We're not going to... As of right now, we are not going to be at the game, but we are going to be at a bar to watch the game with a couple of our friends. It's going to be a big-time game. T-Smooth will be there, so it'll be fantastic. We'll have a lot of fun. Yeah. And it'll be a blast. But, yeah, so, GM, as we wind down here on the pod and before we go home on the pod, we you know, we've been talking about the six games, and it's been a lot of fun. Who, in your opinion, throughout this entire win streak has been the MVP? I gave you mine. I said Jay Sean Tate was mine. And I think Jay Sean Tate has been incredible. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of notable, noteworthy candidates here. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon's been phenomenal through the streak. Uh, you said it yourself Christian Wood has been uh, fantastic during the streak. Can't forget about Garrison Matthews. Can't forget about Armani Brooks. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of moving parts here and pieces. Who do you think is the MVP during the streak?
1: I'm going to say that it's been Christian Wood. Um, he's just been performing, he's been shooting at a high level. His free throw percentage has gone up. Um, so. I'm going to say that Christian Wood is the man as much as I'd love <laughs> Garrison Matthews, is our MVP. Uh, I we'll think give that a he, role player MVP. I think Garrison has saved our season, but Christian Wood is the MVP of the streak. So that's just how I feel.
0: I still think Jay Sean Tate is mm-hmm. the MVP. I'll give the Razzie award to, a uh, uh, Daniel house. <laughs> God, he was... (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't, don't get started. I don't even... I'm not going to say angry. Don't get angry. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't waste your breath. All right, GM. So, that'll be the end of this episode. We're going to close out here and go home on the pod. GM, it's always a pleasure. It's always an honor. And we opened this episode talking about merch. But is there anything else that you want to say before we go home here on the pod?
1: No, I mean, hopefully tomorrow is a good game and... Everyone, be on the lookout for uh, this merch we're about to release. We're about to set the world on fire.
0: Oh, on fire. <laughs> we have to talk like that.
1: Uh, do a uh, boom, boom, boom boom Boomhauer
0: from boom. Uh, King of the Hill. Oh, Boomhauer. <laughs> no, that was it's Hank. Hank. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. I hope tomorrow's going to be great. And yeah, y'all be on the lookout. Continue to you know, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. There's big moves happening here. Um, 2020, 2021 has been fantastic in terms of leaps and bounds for our podcast. Whereas we're going towards the end of the year here. And 2022 looks like it's brand new horizons. We'll look like there's going to be a lot of stuff to conquer and we're going to continue to build. And we just want to thank y'all for your continued support. Seriously, it's been incredible. We are 58 episodes in like from this recording.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I couldn't ask for a better pod to cover. I couldn't ask for a better partner. I couldn't ask for a better fan base. I couldn't ask for a better city to represent than the city of Houston. And I know that the GM echoes the same exact sentiments. Absolutely. And I believe that if you can, cont- as long as you continue to follow us, as long as you continue to give us your support and your passion for Houston sports, whether it be Rockets, Astros, and that third team, mm-hmm. <laughs> we will continue to pour it right back out. Pour it right back at y'all. It's definitely a big deal. There's other stuff, other podcasts y'all can go to, but we appreciate y'all giving us a listen. Uh, the little, the little podcast that could.
1: You damn right.
0: Literally self made DIY. No one will do it for you, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. This is what it is, man. You know, no, no huge sponsors. No, no, no one's really covering us as of right now. And you know, this is the direction that we're trending, and we can't wait to garner continued success. So, we're going to end here on the pod. Give us a follow on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore Pod, or give us a follow on Twitter at Summit S O M Pod. Big time stuff. We always talk about wins, the losses, any trades, releases, signings, anything major, anything related to the Houston Rockets. We cover. Continue to follow us on there and continue to listen to our podcast as we continue to to promote the merch. It's coming out, Summit State of Mind merchandise, right from our minds directly to y'all. It's going to be incredible stuff, so stay tuned for that. And as we end here on the pod, please make sure that you are taking care of yourselves. And most importantly, during this day and age, make sure you take care of each other. So, let's go home here for myself and the GM. Have a good night, y'all. We'll see you next week.
1: progressive presents today's to-do list for your dog check front door check window check other window rest chin on ground look into distance bark for no reason
0: check front door check window check other window
1: your pet has has a very busy schedule so it's up to you to make sure they're protected that's why progressive car insurance covers your pets for up to a thousand dollars if they're ever in a car accident with you
0: chase shiny ball lose shiny ball find shiny ball eat shiny ball Get
1: coverage for your pets with anti auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with a purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. The Summit. Bye.